0: It's it's time. It's time for kickoff. Kickoff. Versus the end zone. Touchdown. With Bulmer, Esiason, and Mike Valenti. Uh, We're ready to roll week 15, and I got to tell you, people, this is, it's so exciting. It's the holidays. It's time for celebrating for some of us. The man to my right, this man is playing injured. This man is leading the holiday charge. Boomer, how are you? <laughs> Two hours of sleep. You know, Mike, I'm doing great, man. And you know
1: what? Welcome to the studio. What do you think of the uh, decorations in here?
0: It's beautiful. I honestly. mean, it's really nice, yeah, isn't I, it? I dig it.
1: It's a festive feel, and I'm a big Christmas guy. I'm Same. a big holiday party guy. We here at the station had a holiday party this week. It was in the cafeteria. Uh, I just I did not want to go to that party, so I created my own party and took our staff out. And we had an absolutely great time. So I don't consider this playing hurt. I consider this playing through whatever I'm dealing with.
0: Listen, and, <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's just the way it's going to be. Empty gas tank, full spirit. You can't lose. Uh, let's get to the rundown, shall we?
1: This <laughs> is the NFL Rundown.
0: All right, we begin as we always do, a little Thursday night action. And the game was very good for one team. Can we talk Brock Purdy? Diagnosed now. He's not Mr. Irrelevant anymore. He's making plays. They're scheming it up for him. What do you see with Purdy and the Niners? What I love is
1: what Kyle Shanahan's doing with Brock Purdy and how he's designing plays, the plays that he's calling, a lot of safe throws. There there were guys running wide open against Seattle. Uh, but, you know, this kid who played four years at Iowa State. Mind me um, of when Philip Rivers came out of NC State. He played like 50 games yeah. in college. And he got seasoned, so he was ready to go. I'm I'm really impressed by him. I think he's a, it's a terrific story, and he's got the right coach, and he's certainly on the right team. That I, defense assaulted Geno
0: Smith last night. I think the biggest thing too, and people they don't recognize it. It's not just when you talk about Bosa or or some of the stars. They run eight deep up front. D'Amico Ryan's will rotate them all. Reminds me oh, in better days of what the Giants used to do when we were actually good. Run an eight. D lineman at you and they just kill everybody
1: yeah I I just think that they're the one team that if they have to go on the road in the in the playoffs and they let's say they have to go to Philadelphia in an NFC championship game that defense is good enough yeah. to win the game and Kyle Shanahan protecting his rookie quarterback will get him open throws believe it and about or not, 17
0: it. ball fakes over here over, over here over yeah here. so I
1: think I think it really comes down to coaching and Uh, It doesn't look like they've lost a beat, and that's the good thing, and that's why I still think they're my favorite to be able to try to beat Philadelphia on the road in the playoffs. All
0: right, let's go to Seattle because I kind of feel like we're looking at West Coast Giants here. It's been a fun story, Cinderella story. Tyler Lockett may miss the rest of the year. Um, Is Seattle out of gas? Are they done? Well, I, I, you know,
1: the story for Geno it's been a great story. He'll get a new contract. I don't know how big it will be. Maybe it's not going to be as big as maybe they thought it was would have been, uh, you know, halfway through the season. Their defense is terrible. They had no pass rush yeah. whatsoever. So we're sitting here talking about Kyle Shanahan and how he coached this game and how he protected his young quarterback. Well, he did it because there was no pass rush on the other side, which is surprising to me because, you know, I played for Pete Carroll, and I know that he's always about defense. And watching that defense, it just it does it doesn't feel like it's a Pete Carroll team right now.
0: But it's you know what it is, Boomer. I think it, and and I I don't think you and I do because I we're jaded and we're cynical humans. But like <laughs> you 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 fall in love with the Cinderella this idea of okay, team A is good. You got to remember, and I'm not saying to you, I'm saying to fans, like this is a rebuild. It's happening on the fly. It's not a finished product. Like and the they're ju- winning, and they're winning. Right. So you get seduced into thinking it's all all right. No, it takes time. That's gonna be the next phase. You're gonna see them. They're gonna go out and revamp that entire front. Well, there there's there's about five teams
1: like that in the NFC. Your Giants being one yeah, of them. I they're know. winning while rebuilding and, and trying to evaluate players and trying to figure out what the future is gonna be. The Washington Commanders are rebuilding, you yeah. know, and they're gonna get Chase Young back, I believe, this week.
0: This time it's yes. for real. I feel like it's for <laughs> real.
1: But you know, these are teams that are winning while they're rebuilding. Yeah. Which is good, which is good for the fan base and good for the league because it keeps all of us involved and really, you know, every one of these teams still has a chance to get to the playoffs.
0: All right, the the show has adopted a team. We got to talk about this now. Boomer and I circled the wagons last week and we took the Lions and they delivered. I, I have to ask you now they're one and six into six and seven. They come to New York this week. The game is essentially a pick'em against the Jets. Boomer, when you look at the schedule. It is at the Jets, at Carolina, home against the Bears, at Green Bay. Boomer, do they actually do this and I, get in? I think in order to do this, they
1: have to win this week. They, yeah. they cannot lose to the Jets, and the Jets are going to be a tough out for them. This is going to be a really tough game for them uh, this Sunday. It's going to be cold. Jared Goff outside versus Jared Goff inside. Small hands. They do run They do run the ball effectively. They have one of the best offensive lines in football, and we'll get to that game a little bit later on. I... I I'm I'm actually kind of rooting for Dan Campbell. I really am. I mean, so your you know, coach of the year? Uh, no, no, no. I I, I think that's probably going to go to Nick Sirianni or Kyle Shanahan. As a matter of fact, if you would have asked me six weeks ago, I would have told you Brian Dayball because he had his team winning in spite of all the holes that they have on their roster. So um, this Lion team is fascinating to me. The coach is fascinating to me. I just think the three out of their last four on the road, Mike. It usually doesn't bode well for a team trying to make a run to the playoffs.
0: No, three and one might get them in. Nine might get you in. If they win all four, they are in. I'm convinced of it. Oh yeah, 10, ten will definitely. I believe
1: ten will definitely get you in because Washington and the Giants, who are in right now as we speak, yeah, you know they play each other. As long as they don't tie again. Oh God. <laughs> I can't <laughs> have I can't we ever watch had, another sixty ha, minutes
0: of that. Have we ever had this never I don't think it's ever happened a double tie? A double
1: tie in, 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 in this league.
0: Have you ever had a team play a team, then a bye week to then return and play the same team? So that's why maybe we could get a tie this week. Another Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I got. I got. God help me. Uh, you know, it's funny. Six weeks ago, he's ready to give Dayball the the coach of the year award. Now you just hand Dayball a trumpet as the Titanic's going down. I feel lane bad old lane for him. Vine.
1: He hasn't he hasn't lost any of his coaching ability or no. anything. I just feel bad for him because they have been so beat up. Their secondary is
0: such a disaster. And and who is
1: Daniel Jones really playing with?
0: No, no one. And it's why I'm bringing Daniel Jones back. I don't even think it's a fair evaluation at this point. I think you just give the kid an off season, get him some weapons, we try it again.
1: You know what? You know what? This if you evaluated Daniel Jones on his play this year, I would say he has toughed it out. Yeah. He is. He is their one weapon, both running the ball and throwing the ball. He's it. He is it. And now Saquon's dinged up. Which yeah, again, no, this is why I don't want to pay a running back. We always talk about that now. Saquon's saying that he's felt hasn't felt this good in the last five weeks going into this game against Commanders. That's Grace. what he said. That's what he. I didn't say it. I he know,
0: said. It. I know. I'm emotional right now. All right. Can, can we talk Tua for a minute? Sure. I don't want to be slanderous. I like Tua. I am Team Tua. What the hell did I watch last week? Where he started a football game like Ryan Leaf is a rookie against the Chiefs. Five of 21 to start a game? He was off, man. What was he, that? I, I
1: think he got – something happened to him in San Francisco. I mean, I don't know what it was. I mean, you know that defense assaulted him. Uh, they spent the week out there in California. They play the Chargers, and all of a sudden he comes out, and it looks like he this is his first game in the NFL. Right.
0: His bad – is exceptionally bad. And it's what I worry about with the Dolphins. I was just alarmed by the inaccuracy. It was – because that's his calling card.
1: His calling card accuracy. is accuracy. Exactly. And, and uh, he was throwing the ball over people's heads, uh, behind people. And that's not who he has been this year. He's been that's, – that's his first off game, I would say, that I would put on him. Because the Charger defense is not that great. Not like the San Francisco defense no. that he played the week before. I would just say that uh, – they got to get home. They got to get home again. They're going to get blasted this week in Buffalo Saturday night, I believe. Um, and it's not going to be an easy, easy game for them. That's why they got to get back and they got to get back in their friendly confines of their stadium down there in Miami, and then maybe make the push to ten wins that way.
0: I'm a little worried about them. I can't help it. I'm a, I'm a little concerned. It's a great story. I think McDaniel is like, well, he's not like Dan Campbell, but he's interesting like Dan Campbell. Well, I, I, they're fun. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing with that team. Uh,
1: You know, it, it's interesting because now the Patriots, you know, they win a game. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the Cardinals were not ready for them, especially when Kyle Murray went out. Uh, they are now in the mix again. They're going to see each other again. I, It's a weird season, but I, I still think they're going to sneak in. I really feel like the Miami Dolphins still have what it takes offensively to get in. I just don't think they're going to play well this Saturday night.
0: Cowboys. I know you and I both have said look we like them we don't love them they've got the talent to be a Super Bowl team. Last week they looked like they went to their Christmas party all week. Cuz I don't know what the hell that was. They needed a 98-yard drive to save their skin against the Texans. What, what is is there a concern here with the Cowboys at all? Uh, you know what?
1: I got to tell you Mike, both you and I took the Cowboys last week and, and I was and afraid and Boomer. We gave the 17 points were nuts. You know what? I just say you never take anything for granted. And the fact that Dak Prescott orchestrated that 98-yard drive when he had to have it to yep. win the game, and I don't care who you're playing against. Now, if you want to talk to me about the play that Houston ran on fourth down, we could talk about that Go ahead, until please. the cows come home, because I have no idea what Help they were me. doing. But that's why they have one win.
0: And they're playing 17 quarterbacks. They're grabbing the guy, roasting the almonds on the stand. I,
1: I, I do give them credit for they're, fighting. They're, they're fighting. trying. They're playing for uh, Lovey Smith, but... They just again, it's a it's a it's a roster devoid of a lot of talent. So I don't know. The, the Cowboys are the re, are a real deal team. They are a real deal team. There's no question in my mind. Um, they're on the road this week at Jacksonville. I don't know if this is a look ahead game or, or a look past game because they got Philadelphia next week. But I just think that they
0: are a real deal team. That they will be a menace in the playoffs. It, uh, this is all also in the what category? Bucks down thirty five nothing asses kick, What? Boomer, what, what, what? Help. Just help me understand what the hell I watch. It's called the San Francisco
1: defense. Oh, and, yeah, you know, yeah. So Tom Brady looked to me just like Tua looked the week before. So when you play the San Francisco defense in the way that Geno Smith looked on Thursday night, when you play that defense, they come at you in waves. You know you're going to get hit. You know you're going to get, uh, you know, sacked. Uh, and you end up playing the game fast. Or too fast, even. I remember, uh, you remember uh, Kerry, Kerry Collins when he was playing for the Giants? They played the Ravens in the Super Bowl.
0: Oh, it was what a blessing.
1: Yeah. I I, <laughs> I remember calling that game as an announcer and as an analyst saying that Kerry was playing the game way too fast.
0: Oh, actually, he just threw another interception. Well, it was,
1: I, it's, it's just that he's playing it fast because he knew he was playing as one of the great defenses of all time. And he was in the back of his mind thinking, I got to get rid of the ball or I'm going to get hit. And I don't want to get hit over and over and over again. And that's kind of like what the San Francisco defense has been doing to quarterbacks the last three weeks.
0: Not that anybody cares, but fun note, since you were calling the game that night, I drove home from college to surprise my dad and watch the game with him. I left on a Friday night. I got home. I'm pretty sure I was in the car at the start of the fourth quarter to drive back to Michigan. <laughs> you were. I know. It was not, it was that not was, pretty. That was, it was not pretty.
1: But, again, I, I've been in that situation. I remember playing the, uh, the 85 Bears. Oh, God. And they blasted us like 44 to 10. And I remember we played in Cincinnati. It was hotter than hell. And that defense was coming after me. And I was just playing so fast. I was just totally off my game. And we got blasted.
0: What are we doing with the Titans now? Speaking of getting blasted a couple games in a row and at Jacksonville game, remember, they started well and they just got run. What are we doing
1: with the Titans here? All right, so the Titans uh, you know, had an offense coordinator pulled over for driving under the influence. You had uh, the GM fired. Um, you've had uh, the A.J. Brown situation You know, came back to bite them in the ass as they lost to Philadelphia two weeks ago. Um, there's a lot of issues going on down there. The franchise is in a weird spot. I, you know, The Jacksonville Jaguars, if they can beat the Cowboys this week, just like if the Lions can beat the Jets this week, six and eight, have a good chance of taking over that AFC South because
0: they have to play each other. Are you yeah. baiting
1: me into taking the Jags? Because you don't uh, need
0: to. I'm already there. There you go.
1: I like it. But I'm, I'm just telling there. you, the Titans, are they're, they're in a world of hurt and trouble. Uh, even if they make the playoffs, they're going to be a one and done, just like they were last year.
0: Um, I want to ask about Odo Beckham Jr., not because I want to, because I need to. I, I just, is there anyone more self-indulgent and self-important? He now may not sign and, quote, wants to be the jewel of the free agent class in the spring. Boomer, what jewel? He's a Cubics or Connie. Like, who are we kidding? He, want, he wants a $20 million a
1: year contract. He thinks that he's still at the level. Just, I'm just saying what I he know. thinks. Who's given that to him? I, I don't know. I know the Bills basically have said that you know he is not off the table as of right now. He can't play this year. Maybe he could play for the playoffs if he really pushed for it. I don't think anybody's going to do that. But um, nobody is going to give him the contract that he thinks he deserves.
0: But this is the issue I take. He... Showed he could drop in and be a member of a team and help a team win. He is never going to be the guy you can commit to long term because he can't help himself. This is where I I laugh. Like who's giving him advice? Uh well, he's
1: usually giving himself. Yeah, the advice, there and that's we the problem. go. Yes, I would also say this that somebody next year may take a you know two year flyer on him, and somebody who has a young quarterback that feels oh. like they need a wide receiver. Uh, to add it to their arsenal, to to try to help that young quarterback grow. Um, you never know who will take a chance on him next year.
0: Last one, minute or less, I just need your take. Kyler Murray out for the year now, ACL. We've talked about Arizona being a disaster. They are. Has he played his last game as a Cardinal, or do you believe he flexes, gets cliff-fired, and they move forward?
1: You know, I, I hope – he doesn't get Cliff fired. If Cliff gets fired, he gets fired because, you know, somebody in the building doesn't believe in him anymore. And also remember Steve Kime, their GM, just left for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. So there's other things that are probably going on in that building chaos. that we don't know about. It's, it, it is chaos. And the Bidwell family, Michael Bidwell, the owner, is going to have to do something about it to get it rectified and
0: get it straightened out and get their fan base back
1: interested in their team.
0: Can you imagine they started last year 10-2 and 2, and you've arrived at this point The GM is gone now for personal reasons. The coach is likely fired. Your quarterback's dead. Yikes. And your quarterback
1: won't be playing next year.
0: And there we go. All right. Warrior, people. Warrior. (laughs) The engines are warm now. Now we're going to get to the picks. Buckle up. It's going to get disgusting. These are wheelhouse games for me. We got a lot left to do. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. Coming up next. Now, back to kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. All right, we are are back. And I'm telling you, the best thing about last week's picks is they weren't a complete disaster. That was a brutal slate. We were basically 500. 5-7 for me, 6-6 for Booms. We're dominating the season, both well over 500. So, with that, I don't like this week's games. I love this week's games. Okay. We're about to get in real trouble here. Let's party. Let's go with picks of the week. Boom! That this card is filled with rat underdogs, which is just my wheelhouse. Let's begin. Well, you're not a rat. No, but this is how you have to play these games. Oh, you got it. Okay. You got to get in the muck. Yeah, I'm still learning. Vikings getting four and a, excuse me, laying four and a half to the Jeff Saturday led Colts. What do you got? I'm taking the Colts and the points on yes. the road.
1: And the reason I'm doing that is because I do believe that Colts will be able to run the ball and you know they're going to Nick Foles now. And so here's their third quarterback and God is, help us. God help us right is right but you know he's a he's a guy that will be competent.
0: Just don't turn it over six times in a row. Exactly.
1: Matt. So I think I think they'll run the ball effectively. I think they'll do a lot of play action seven man protections and they'll be able to keep this game close. I don't think they win, but I do think they keep it within the
0: number. And again, you can make fun of Jeff Saturday. You could you could roll your eyes at him getting hired. The O line is what they paid for since he's taken over. Brutally physical. Minnesota's defense in the last five weeks is the worst in football. They're horrific. I'm taking the Colts and the points. The four and a half, by the way, that's the new three and a half. Because of all these coaches and their analytics. Right. is the new thirty. Okay. Four and a half is the new three and a half. All right. Game two. My favorite game of the week: Cowboys laying five to America's Jags.
1: Hey, they are America's Jags, and I'm going to take the uh, five points and the Jags. I think the Cowboys will win much like they did last week. Um, I can't imagine them coming out and just going down there and blowing them out. And here's the thing that you should know as a player: when the Cowboys were good and they play and they, you know, they they showed up to play you. You, as a player on the other team, wanted to win the game in the worst yeah, way.
0: The star and the helmet.
1: Right, exactly. So I think that's kind of where the young Jags are right now. And I think they're kind of surprising themselves. And maybe Doug Peterson is really starting to you know, have an impact on this team. And who knows the Cowboys better than Doug Peterson – because he was obviously with Andy Reid all those years uh, in Philadelphia, and of course the former Philadelphia head coach, so I am going to take the Jags. And by the way,
0: outside of a bad afternoon in Detroit, if you take about the last six weeks of Trevor Lawrence, he's been outstanding. They've got a big win over the Ravens, including a big drive to do it. They got a big win over the Titans. This is a team that's starting to figure it out. I'm taking the Jags. I'm taking the points. i got to be honest. I'd take Trevor Lawrence over Dak. In the a day boy. The All right, so our next game, we have late breaking news here. So exciting. It's our first breaking news bulletin during a picks from the Scones Update Desk. <laughs> this comes by way of Adam Schefter. Jets doctors are not going to clear Mike White for this weekend's game against the Lions. I knew
1: it. I knew it.
0: How? You know, all week long on WFAN in New York,
1: I've been talking about this is why they're moving Zach Wilson up to the number two spot because he's going to be able to play against the Lions' terrible pass defense. And I thought this would be a perfect spot for that. And I just knew that Mike White was going to be here. I, I know from my own experiences what that injury feels like, he also may have an internal injury that we don't know about. Well,
0: and he went to the hospital to be examined for it. Yes. He took two brutal shots. I only refer to the one where he was put in a folding chair position by Ed Oliver. I feel bad for him. I really do. Because he wants to play, by the way. He wants to play. and he Jets wants... doctors are saying no.
1: God bless the Jets doctors. That's all I can tell you because that's what they're supposed to be doing. Now, what are we doing with this game, Bones? I'm staying with the Jets. No. I am going to stay with the Jets. I am.
0: What more do you
1: gotta see from Zach Wilson to stop with the insanity? If this were on the road at the at the Lions, I would pick the Lions. The fact that it's outside, it's cold, it's a different quarterback. Uh, you know, and I know that uh Jared Goff and the Lions came here and they beat the Giants. It's I know that. It's, it's just different. a different game. There's a much better defense, and I'm telling you right now, Zach Wilson, I don't know what kind of game he's gonna have, but I think this is like gonna be like an in your face type of game for him.
0: All right. No Quentin Williams, no Mike White. I know Boomer's probably right. I got to go with the Lions here. I have to. Zach Wilson stinks. I mean stinks. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next game, shall we? Saints laying four and a half to Atlanta. Note, this is the Desmond Ritter debut rookie out of Cincinnati. What do you got? So, I I really like Desmond Ritter. Do you? I do. I, I really do.
1: But I like the uh... – Saints defense a little bit more. Mm. That Saints defense is tough. It's a tough spot for a rookie quarterback. I don't necessarily know that the Falcons have all that much offense uh, to speak of. uh, And this is going to be what I think it's going to be. It's going to be a baptism under fire. Yeah, it's a
0: rookie debut on the road. Mercedes-Benz Dome is also a a hellhole as far as the fans are going to go nuts. They don't even care if the team's winless. I'm with you. I'll take the Saints. Same. Okay, hey, look, it's 14 points. Chiefs laying 14 to the Texans.
1: I'm not taking the Texans. I'm sorry. I just can't. What we're going to do his
0: back-to-back weeks now. I
1: mean, I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm taking the Chiefs. And By the way, you know, the Chiefs need to really ramp it up. And it's the game where they can ramp it up. Yeah. And they should get two of their wide receivers back. They should get uh, McCole Hardman back and Kadarius Tony.
0: Oh, boy. Yes. Till Tony gets hurt walking down the tunnel. I'll take the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. No, I'm sour as a Giants fan. Tony had every opportunity with a new regime to be a hell of a good player and help this team, and instead he was busy with his rap career and, and maybe faking injuries.
1: Well, I don't know about faking injuries, but I, it do, uh, but I I know that he wasn't taking care of himself the right way and what, what you would expect from a pro who's dealing with a hamstring injury, you have to go to treatment. If you're not going to treatment, then you're violating team rules.
0: It's just a chef's kiss from Dave Gettleman. Like, it's just God almighty. All right, move along. I think this is the most difficult game of the week. Bengals laying three and a half in Tampa.
1: Yeah, for me, it's not not difficult at all because the Bengals are playing their best football just like they were last year at this time of year. Um, This offensive line has now been together for every single game. They are all on the same page. They are totally healthy. Uh, I think that um, you know Jamar Chase showed you last week how dominating a receiver he can be, and how when he and Joe Burrow start slinging it around together, they go off. And I I think they'll go off here, and I think they'll cover the number, and they'll they'll walk away with a win.
0: I just Boomer, I just get so worried. It's the three and a half. I feel like the number should be bigger. It's one team who's playing damn near perfect football and the other team that's arriving at the game in a clown car. And I'm like, are we walking into this? Like, is this where Brady, they, they just lose close or steal one? So, you know how Brock
1: Purdy felt stepping on the field knowing that he was going against Tom Brady? Yeah. That's how Joe Burrow's going to feel. how okay. when Joe Burrow gets on the field with Patrick Mahomes, you know, he just ramps up his game. And I'm telling you, Joe Burrow is playing a position him. about as good as anybody in the NFL right now at this moment.
0: I'm going to take the Bengals. I swear to God, I, I feel like just like you
1: into it. I feel like
0: we are <laughs> we are going over Niagara in a barrel together. To into it. I love it. Um, by the way, do you see the clip of Brady screaming at everybody last week again? So and the, I get the, it. I know it's his bit. That's uh, enough, Tom. We get it. We're down 35 nothing. I know we suck. Like what are we doing? This is here?
1: where they miss Bruce Arians. I'm telling you, it Rain looks him like, in a little. It looks like a Todd Bowles coach team. And, like, who on offense is going to be screaming at anybody? Is, you know, is Byron Leftwich going to be screaming at anybody? I don't Uh, think so. So Tom Brady is also kind of coaching and playing and doing everything and doing with all the stuff off the field as well.
0: Browns lane three to the Ravens. You know what to do. Come on. Don't be scared. Take my strong hand. You
1: want me to take the Browns? You have to. I know I have to. This, you know why? Because I think Deshaun Watson's getting better each and every this, week.
0: Yes. This is the week Deshaun Watson puts it all together.
1: Well, you also have uh, Tyrell Huntley coming back uh, as the backup quarterback, um, coming out of concussion. I, this, the Ravens are like one of these ugly teams. I just
0: They had no business winning. And I know... I had the Steelers, and I'm bitter. They had no business winning that game. Mitch None.
1: Trubisky gave them the game. I,
0: I got to tell you, the three
1: interceptions were just uh, unbelievable. I'm sitting there with Coach Cower, you know, and and we both picked the Steelers last week. You and I did. And Coach Cower <sighs> was like, I, "How is he not seeing the middle of the field? You have to know who is in the middle of the field if you're going to throw it down."
0: The they're not the just field. turnovers; they're red zone turnovers, and and then it just, a, they're I, they're I killers. They're killers. I just can't with Mitch Truby. I don't ever want to see him again. All right, but then we're going to take the Browns. Yes. And we're going
1: to take Deshaun Watson.
0: Yes. We'll we'll get to the Steelers in a minute. Okay. Here is one of the games I have. I'm I'm dead serious. I have no opinion, and I just hope both teams have fun. Bill's laying seven and a half to the Dolphins. I believe they're going to kill the Dolphins. The bills don't cover big numbers. I know that, but
1: I just don't. I don't like the dolphin defense. Uh, the cold weather, the potential for snow. It's a Saturday night game. It's going to be crazy up there in Buffalo. All right. I've been in this. I've been in this environment in this situation, and it is impossible to hear, to play. Uh, everything is going against you as the road team, and that's why I think the bills are going to blast them. I really do.
0: All right. I'm going to go with it. I, I lean that way. I just, you know what it is. I lost with the Bills last week on a block punt safety. That's how they. That's how they blew the cover. Yes. They just. They don't cover these numbers. I'm waiting for the Bills. We saw the first month where they were just assassinating teams. Maybe this is the spot. I'll go Bills. And the one just, thing I
1: will say, even though they lost Von Miller, they're going to be okay on defense. Yeah, so back at back. Yeah. Yes. And you saw the. You saw the pressure that they were able to generate last week. Against an offensive line that's probably very similar to that of the of the Dolphin offensive
0: line. Eagles laying nine to the Bears in Chicago. Yeah, exactly that. So there is such a disparity
1: in talent between the Eagles and the Giants, and I feel like that's the same case here. The only difference is is that Justin Fields is a guy that can make about four or five plays a game that Daniel Jones is not gonna make. And and look ahead spot right for the Eagles Cowboys because they play the Cowboys week. The next squeak. I'm going to take the Bears and I'll take the points. Yes, that's right where I want to be. Bears <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah, but I, I so you kind of talked me into that, and I felt like I talked you into the
0: Browns. That's right. And we're it. Watch, we're just gonna we're gonna go two and zero. Okay, I hope you're right. Teamwork makes the dream work. Carolina okay. laying two and a half to the Steelers. This is a spite pick, so I'm warning you.
1: Do we know who's starting at quarterback for the Steelers?
0: As long as it's not Pickett, I'm taking the Panthers.
1: Well, here's the interesting thing. You know, there have been some rumblings about the players in the locker room wanting Mason Rudolph to start if Pickett's not available. Uh, you think? Yeah, I, I do think. And they uh, should take Trubisky's key card.
0: Don't allow him anywhere in that facility.
1: Yeah, Get this, out. This is going to be a low-scoring game, folks, and I'm going to take the Steelers on the road. <sighs> I'm going to take the points. I'm gonna take the Steelers on the road, and it's gonna be a low-scoring game. This is like a 20 to 17 game, 17 to 13 game, something like that.
0: 20 to 17. Try 10-7. Yes, I mean maybe is, that. Yes. I will say this though, and okay. I know we didn't get to it in the rundown. Carolina is playing so hard for Steve Wilkes, and I know Tepper came out and said basically, "Hey, yeah, you know, unless you turn a magic trick, you're not getting he the job." He said he
1: would have to do something extraordinary. Well,
0: you know what? This might not be extraordinary, but it's the next level down. I can't believe they're winning games and they compete. Every week. So the extraordinary would be if they catch
1: the Bucks. That would be the extraordinary. And that would mean that they would have to win this game. And the Bucs would have to lose their game to uh, the Bengals. Which it's, quite possibly could happen. Yeah,
0: I'm taking Carolina. Uh, the next game is a football game that features two teams. And no one will watch. Denver laying two and a half
1: against the Cards. Go. I'll take Denver just because of their defense and because Kyle Murray's not playing. Done. And
0: uh, pretty That's simple. It. No more need be said. Right. Chart Now this one. Chargers are now laying a flat three to the reeling Titans. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers here.
1: Uh, and Brandon Staley. You know, that's our guy. You know, we love Brandon Staley. He's Mr. Yeah, analytics.
0: Yeah, Mr. Popular.
1: But you know, they got Mike Williams back, and you see what a difference that makes. Well,
0: that absolutely. <laughs> but here's my fear. They're the worst. Run defense on God's green earth, and it's the Titans. That's the only thing that gives me pause.
1: This is what I would think. I would think that the coaches in practice this week are like, everybody, eyes on Derrick Henry. That's what we have to stop. And forget about everything else. And forget everything else.
0: Tennessee's got the mailman starting it wide out. I'll I'll take the Bolts. Pats are now an underdog. The Raiders are laying one at home.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think I am going. uh, You know what to do. I'm going to take the Raiders. My man. And this is uh, Josh McDaniels against his uh, mentor, Bill Belichick, Derek Carr. I don't like the way the defense is playing. You know, the amazing thing is is what Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator, said about the Patriots offense before their Monday night game. He
0: hit Patricia with a pie to the face.
1: He did. He said he's calling plays like he's a defensive coordinator. Now we know why Mac Jones is so frustrated. But, you know, I don't necessarily know that they have all those – great wide receivers. You know, how many times is Nelson Aguilar gonna drop a pass? What's gonna hit him in the yeah. So I'm gonna take the Raiders just because I think Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are virtually unstoppable.
0: I'm with you. I it's it, it's and again, they had to sit with that loss for ten days. I'm taking the Raiders. All right, last one. Boy, we know how to really save the best for last. Packers laying seven to the Rams. Give this game about thirty seconds. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm taking the Packers. I mean, you know, Baker Mayfield in Lambeau Field, freezing cold. It, it makes it interesting, right?
0: Uh, it's interesting. How is this game not flexed to, like, e- e- the Ocho? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this should be on after log roll. Right. Yeah. I, but come on, man. All right.
1: It, you got, I mean, for me, Baker Mayfield on a new team. All right. I know it's a great story the last game. They win it. I don't know how they win it. Packers. Packers.
0: All right. That was an emotional edition of the picks. Now, we got a lot left to do, including... Boomer's forecast of the playoffs, best of the best, a lot to do. Now, back to kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. All right, so we got a lot to do. Now, we don't have the props that Boomer had on CBS about a month ago when he did this, but I love the segment. He ended up throwing a foam logo at Phil Simms' head. It was tremendous. We're going to bring it back because with about a month to go, we're going to preview some playoff stuff. But before we do that, I want to get to best of the best. This week's best of the best of the best of the this best, week's best of the best of the best. Ah, uh, this game's all about nostalgia, people. A young Mikey, Carl Banks' favorite player, Commanders laying four and a half against the G-men and NFC's tilt. And then you recognize neither of these teams could crush a grape in a food fight offensively. Here we are. What are we doing with this? Uh, Well...
1: I'm expecting Chase Young to actually play in this game. I feel like I've been saying that for three weeks, and yeah. even said it last week during the bye week. You're and like they weren't a speaking playing. spell. You've said this like six weeks in a row. Yeah, and I and that 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 makes their team completely you know correct whole on defense, correct. and and their defense has been really good this year. They've given everybody fits, and the Giants, well, you know their team is doing it by smoke and mirrors. They can't and, score, Boomer. And as I said earlier to you on the show, I do respect. Daniel Jones
0: immensely for the way that he has played, the I'm way that he led back. his team.
1: Well, it depends on the money and depends on what they what would see. You, in- what
0: would you do, You're Joe Shane, real quick? I know we're we don't want to go too deep in the weeds.
1: I, I would, I would bring. I got to see what the alternatives are. You know, so there, if, if if there's really no alternatives. Other than say Jimmy Garoppolo or Uh, Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold or anybody like that, I'm staying with Daniel Jones if I can convince him a two year deal at a reasonable number. What's reasonable in your mind? I would say like two years between 18 to 22 million a year. Okay. And I don't, and, but I don't, because I have to, he has to understand nobody else is probably out there going to want him. No. And I think that this offense suits him and I think this coaching staff suits him. And I think you can sell, look, our offseason is dedicated to getting you help. And, you know, Joe Shane came from Buffalo, so they watched Brandon Bean build around Josh Allen. Right. And Josh Allen grew into that offense to the player that we see today. So I would like to think that's that's exactly what's going to happen there. So saying all of that, I'm going to take the Washington Commanders. I'm going to – I'm going to – well, actually, I'm going to take the Giants with the points. I think the Commanders are going to win the game. Oh my! But I'm going to take
0: the Giants with the points. It's going to be a tight game. It's just like twenty to seventeen. You know that. I. But here's the problem. All right, first things first. I'm separating fandom, so that that's out the window. The number being four and a half, and I, I'm not. You know, I I see dead people. No, this is real. Like these te- these two teams tied. Why is that number just lobbed out there at four and a half? I think there's something to the Commanders playing the Giants by week. And they get to play him again. I couldn't find an example of this ever. I have not heard of it. I haven't seen it. I tried to research it. I got nowhere. I think the Commanders know that they did not play anywhere near their best in that game. They're coming home. The Giants, to me, don't laugh. I think the Giants get worse every week. And for me, I think this is trap city. I'm taking the Commanders. I think the Commanders... Beat the Giants and beat them by ten. All right. So here's the thing about the Giants. You know
1: they've had a long week here in New York and they have just been berated by their fan base. Oh, people like you media slandering. all over them. I mean, just I. They have to be embarrassed. And I've always hated playing a team that got hammered the week before. That's fair. And then was coming back within the division and the playoffs are still riding on it. So that's why I think the game's going to be a low scoring, tight game. And that's why I think the Giants will cover.
0: I think, however, Washington wins. Okay. All right. I want to do this. And you did a version of this on TV, I don't know, a little over a month ago. Okay. uh, Outside of the unfortunate assault on Phil Simms' head with a foam (laughs) Patriots logo. Yes. Um, If the playoffs started today. So, I'm going to give you the the matchups now. Yes. You have the opportunity to do as you did on television. You can re-rank these. But I need you to pick winners. Okay. All hypothetical winners. Okay. So, the Eagles are the one seed. They will remain the one seed. Agree? Yes. Okay. Vikings are the two. They're hosting the number seven seed Giants. If we started today, who would win that game? Oh, that would be the Vikings. The Vikings would blow them out. But do the Giants stay the seven?
1: I I don't think the Giants are going to make it. So who's the seven? You know, the seven
0: is going to be. Say the magic words. You want me to say Detroit? Just because I think Detroit would pop Minnesota because Minnesota is a collection of frauds. Hey, you know, and that
1: would be a hell of a first round playoff game. Oh yeah, that would be a hell of a first round playoff game, and that would make it better for all of us as fans and as analysts mm-hmm. and people who like to pick these games. So I I, I, I could, I could see the Vikings versus the Lions and the Lions winning that game. Okay. And my morning partner, Greg Gianotti, just know. basically going off and taking a three month sabbatical.
0: It. I'm he's a Vikings you, fan, it, guys. Uh, it's. I've seen every snap of both their matchups. The Vikings do not want any of the Lions' physicality, any. Uh, Niners, the three-seed, hosting the six-seed Commanders. I could see that. I could definitely see that, and
1: I see see the, the Niners winning that game. And that would be a rock fight. That would be a rock fight because of a
0: healthy Chase Young. Now, this one's interesting to me. Tampa's the four, and I know it's assumed they win the division, but I have to ask. Tampa the four, Dallas the five. Yeah, I can't
1: see Carolina catching Tampa. I just, I can't, I can't see it right now with with these four games left. Um, I think Tampa is going to hang on, and I think Dallas is going to go in there and beat the brakes
0: off of them. See, I'm with you on that. Like, I, I think Tampa will get in, and it's going to be the kind of deal where they almost regret getting in. They, Boomer, something with that defense. I know numbers and stats every time I watch that defense. I go, this is a top five unit. I'm just telling you, they miss Bruce Arians. I'm telling you,
1: I don't he, disagree. And I don't know, I don't know why he stepped down. I don't know what if he was forced to step. down. I don't really know what the hell is going let on there. Let record. me just go ahead. But and But that guy's a pain in the ass. You know, that guy is a pain in the ass coach to everybody. And and Todd Bowles is just not that
0: personality. Here's how I see it in my mind, and this is just my fantasy. Brady went to England, talked to the owner. Gave the coach the Ziggy, got back on the private plane, and this is what you're left with. He gets to coach everything.
1: Yeah, That's my
0: version. mm. Let me dream.
1: You know what? Uh, Bruce Arians at least publicly looked like he was holding everybody accountable, including Tom Brady. That's right. And look, Aaron's a pro. He's salty, but he's a pro. And he gets results. That's why I think they're missing him.
0: All right, let's go to the AFC. Okay. Because I think the AFC is wild. So right now, your bills are the one seed. Do they remain there? I think the Bengals can get there. Touchdown. Same deal. Yeah. No one's playing better.
1: And these and these two teams have to play each other. So, you know, that we'll have a head to head matchup here in a couple of weeks and we'll see exactly what goes on. So do you want to elevate Bengals to the one? I want to elevate the Bengals to, to 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 the one seed and uh we will then drop uh the Bills probably down. They beat the Chiefs, so I'll give them the two seed over the Chiefs. So let's go Bills. Patriots rematch. Bills-Patriots rematch. That's a, that's a Bills victory. Okay. Now do the Patriots hang on to the seven seed? That's a no. I, I if, uh, if I have to, I picked the, the Raiders to beat them this week. Okay. So let's go with it. So they're bolts. out. The Bolts are in. Okay. Bills-Bolts. Bills-Bolts at Buffalo. I love the Bills. Okay. So then Chiefs slide
0: to the 3. Okay. Chiefs Dolphins, give me the Chiefs all okay. day long. Do the Dolphins hold the six? I don't believe they hold the six. So you think it's outright collapse?
1: I, I feel like you know they if they get in, they're going to get the they're going to get the seven. All right, so then four five matchup Titans Bengals just like last year, but I had the Bengals as the oh, number you're one right. seed. You're right. I apologize. So then it would be Titans-Ravens. Yeah, so you got everybody confused out there, including My me. bad. Hey, mistakes were made. Hey, you want to know something? Titans-Ravens, that's a rock fight. That's like a 17-13 to game. I will take the Ravens because Lamar Jackson will be back by then.
0: All right, so let's do this. This is where we get to. It. I want you to go top of the AFC right here. Are we willing to at least say now it's a three-team race, not a two-team? 100%. Okay. 100%.
1: All three teams, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals, have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. I think one of those three teams will be the AFC representative. So
0: take those three and forget about records, forget about the seeding, because there's so much outside influence with that. Who was hurt and who played who went. Just take the three teams. Rank the top three right now. I would go Bengals, Bills, Chiefs is how I would do it. Why the Chiefs three?
1: just simply because I don't think their defense is uh, as good as the other two defenses. I, and I know that got Superman at quarterback, but he's missing Tyreek Hill. And this is where Tyree Hill is missing in these games against these teams. That is obvious, the effect that it has on Patrick Mahomes and on their offense.
0: So then here's another question. Take those three. Yes. Of the three, which one is the home field most important to? I think –
1: That would be the Bills. Same here. I think the Bills at home are going to be really difficult to beat in the playoffs. Um, They're not not losing an AFC championship game there if, in
0: fact, they have the home field. You know what's interesting, though, when you look at it? All three teams outdoors, all three teams brutally cold home field environments. And all three teams potential Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Well, that that goes without saying. Yeah. All right. So great coaching, by the way. Is there any team out there? AFC is the last question for you. Okay. AFC or NFC? Eh, we always see it. A 7 seed or a 6 seed gets hot of of the non-elite teams we've talked about. Who would you pick mm-hmm. to make one of those
1: runs? Who would I so it, it would have to be a 6 or a 7. Okay. Is that what you're asking me yeah, pretty much? Cuz if it was a 5, if I could put a 5 in there, I would say the Cowboys.
0: I'm not against it. I just have such a hard time seeing them go to Dallas right now. I know that. but I mean, I, go I, to Philly.
1: I know. But I would just say because they're a division
0: foe and okay. there'll be a lot riding Keep on it. Keep it to the
1: sixes and sevens. Uh, sixes and sevens. I, I don't, man. The, I don't see any of these. Maybe I would give it to the Chargers just simply because of Justin Herbert and every one of their games seems to be close. What if, what if the Lions did get in and did beat Minnesota the two? Aren't all bets off at that point? I think all bets are off, but it depend depending on where they would have to go the next week. I mean I They you, played I, Philly tough.
0: Really tough. tough. I know that, I mean, that was early in the season Yeah, too. Campbell lost his mind and did an onside <laughs> kick with six minutes to go. But I kind of but- love it,
1: you know, like and he's making jokes during the week, you know, I was watching a wave when we were doing this, oh, I was I watching know. that when we were doing that. I mean, he gets the game. He gets the game, and that's why I'm rooting for him. All right, I'll give you your Lions.
0: I'm not Lions. I'm a Giants fan. The problem I know, but is you're I'm out floating, there in Detroit. I'm you, floating on a board like Jack and Titanic. I got nothing
1: left. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Now, but again, maybe they are getting a break this week by getting Zach Wilson
0: maybe. as opposed to Mike White. The thing, you know, what's funny, and it always seems like this happens, Booms. There's always a team that you feel like if they got in, they would do damage, but they don't get in, and somebody go like the team that does get in gets slaughtered. I feel like every year in the NFL there's always one team where I'm like, man, if they could just get in. Well, your Giants did
1: that twice. Yeah. If you think about it. Yep. And the first time they did it, they did it
0: incredibly on the road three at Tampa, games. At Dallas, at Green Bay, which I was at, it was minus thirty three on right. a Saturday night. Brutal. Um, no, you're right. It happens. It does happen, but I don't
1: I just don't I think the good teams this year, unless crazy injuries happen. Yep. Uh, are going to be very difficult to beat. Like, the, the Eagles are going to be difficult to beat. San Francisco is going to be difficult to beat. And any one of those three AFC teams are going to be difficult to, to beat by a team that's five, six, or seven. All right, let's get to Boomer's final word.
0: What you say after this don't, don't matter. This is it's the final word.
1: You know, guys, the NFL is a weird place, man. And you just never know when your opportunity is going to present itself again. So this week, here it is. It's Zach Wilson's opportunity.
0: Oh, uh, this again.
1: It is. I'm telling you, the NFL is a weird, a weird place. Uh, you just never know when injuries are going to happen. And unfortunately for Mike White, this injury happens again, much like it happened last year to him against the Colts. And now Zach Wilson gets to come in and play and hopefully keep his team on track to get to the playoffs. So I'm just saying that this is his moment, and he's got to make the most of his moment.
0: Okay. Here's all I'll say. I will keep the Wilson slander to a minimum. This is not the Lions defense that the stats tell you it is. This defense has gotten a lot better. They fired Aubrey Pleasant, who was their secondary coach. They've gotten a lot better. They're a lot better up front. If Zach Wilson plays well, I will actually tip my cap. But I'm I'm at the end of my rope with that. I, kid. I'm
1: just saying right now for him, right. this is the ultimate pressure point. Okay. And this is his career, and he's gotta go grab it right now if he wants it. What a dramatic
0: ending to yes. a holiday episode of Man Playing in Pain. That is kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. We're back at you next week. It's kickoff, it's kickoff, with, kickoff. with Boomer and Valenti.